Hello, hello everybody here. We are again live on Broadcast Team Alpha on YouTube, Facebook and our website 3TV Station and 17 other platforms. So you can find us anywhere. And um, we are here for some cutting-edge conversations and quantum possibilities. My name is Augie and my co-host Nori is not here tonight. She is, uh, from what I hear, at the hospital, not for herself, but for someone that uh, she is caring for. So uh, we'll forgive her. <laughs> anyway, um, we have a phenomenal guest with us tonight, and I'd like to tell you about that in a little bit. But first, I want to tell you how you can connect with us. We can um, find us through broadcastteamalpha.com. We are on YouTube with the same name, and you can check for other shows on YouTube also because we have a lot of stuff there. And on BroadcastTeamAlpha.com, if you look at the shows, that is good, but also look in the picture gallery. We have 5,000 pictures, unbelievable pictures that should not exist, but it does. So uh, have a look at that. And... Um, we have uh, also a um, we have a membership group on YouTube you can check out also and uh, I would also invite you to just contact us because the guests we are on uh, we're having on they are uh, they're cutting edge of what you find out there so let me tell you a little bit about the guests we have tonight we have John D'Souza returning to Broadcast Team Alpha. And uh, this could be the shortest introduction that I've ever done because everybody knows him. But for the three guys out there that just don't yet, I'll um, say a few things. But first, for those of you out there that like to surf the guest's website while you are listening, here is John's website where he has his books and a lot of, you know, some information on there. JohnTamaBooks.com JohnTamaBooks.com And uh, John, he was a FBI special agent for 25 years. And uh, he had a top secret clearance and he worked in the global war on terror and the violent crime units. Also during that time, he worked on what the FBI called the real X-Files. And he shares a lot of this in, uh, about this in his books. And yes, John is an author of several books. And I have three of them sitting right here in the house on the bookshelf. And uh, the titles are Extra Dimensionals, Clear Hearers, Parry Investigators, and he also has got a movie out about missing people, 411 Missing People. And that is really something that you got to see because this is something that no media talks about it, but it's real. People are just disappearing sometimes almost right off the street but especially in the wilderness, where they should not have disappeared. 
And uh, he also holds some monthly meetings here in Tucson, and uh, I'm going to those meetings. And uh, I don't know if it's deliberate or not, but sometimes on this meeting, John talks about things that he does not talk about on his interviews. And uh, I don't know, maybe John, yeah, I can see him smiling, so it's probably things that he's holding back. I tell you, folks, I don't care if you live in Moscow, Idaho, get to these meetings at the last Sunday in Tucson, last Sunday of the month, because there is pearls coming at those meetings, and we have lively discussions, usually for the last hour or so. And there's a few issues that I want to absolutely have him talk about on this uh, interview. And uh, that is, one of them is this mothership, mother spaceship that NASA and the Air Force is saying coming our way. So I want to hear more about that because he... He may not be working for the FBI anymore, but he does have contacts, and that's as far as I'm going to say. But he um, also, uh, there's some things I want to talk about, about his books, and um, I, I, I got to show you this, because th this is good. Here, John, I got them all. <laughs> nice hand. Nice hand you got there. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a nice trial. So, um, welcome to the show, John. And uh, gosh, let's go to work here. <laughs> Thank you, Augie. It's great being on here. That's uh, really good stuff. It's good being here with you and broadcast team Alpha and your great audience. Uh, it's really good stuff, important stuff. And for those who may not know, uh, I'm John D'Souza. I was an FBI special agent for over 25 years. And uh, I try to talk to people about these uh, topics as much as possible now. And uh, those, those books that uh, Augie uh, held up, you know, all of this is really, it's just about self-defense. Self-defense for people. Uh, you know, my, my books are trying to relate to people uh, ways in which they can defend themselves uh, from mentally, spiritually, and in terms of data information as well. Because we are, we are in a global war. Augie, as you know, as you very well know, yeah. uh, and as most of your audience knows, we are in a global war. We, for the first time, in human history, the elites of the earth have declared war, depopulation on the rest of us, on the 99% of us that live in this world. And they have decided to take direct action through their institutions that they own to basically depopulate us. And um, it's, it's, and they have many, many vassals. They have very many uh, uh, subsidiaries that are working towards the same goal to basically wage this war against us, to try to depopulate us. And, um, and, a, and a very a small part of this global war, because there's, there's many parts, there's many moving parts, as I can review for your audience today. But one of the main parts is this this tremendous uh, 
fake alien invasion that they are working towards right now, that the Dark Pentagon is working on, NASA is working on, the United States Navy is also working on this, uh, and uh, many other institutions are working to put together this, uh, this what they now call the UAP, the UAP invasion. They basically use this SIA to uh, take over ufology from the idea of UFOs, because UFOs tended to be very benevolent towards yeah. humanity. They tended to come here and uh, shut down a lot of our nuclear weapons that were being used for nefarious purposes. And they did other things, too, to help us out. So this psyop wanted to take over this idea of UFOs and change it into UAPs. And then they uh, got it involved into the uh, uh, market, what's it called, the... Uh, the defense weapons industrial complex, uh, which is huge. And it just, it wants to uh, empower itself over, uh, over the world again. And so they're trying to pump up fear with these UAPs and with the UAP program and trying to get this going uh, very well, very in a very big way. And that's what this uh, story the other day was about. Uh, where they, uh, well, they actually, the uh, government actually announced that they did something impossible uh, a while back. They, they're saying that they, that they shot down some UFOs. They're not going to show you, Augie, what it looks like. They're not going to show you the remains. They're not going to show you the evidence that they actually did this. But they're just like, trust me, bro. Uh, they're just like, hey, just believe what I said. And, and also, coincidentally, Several other countries have done the same. Uh, Russia also claimed that it shot down uh, one of these uh, UFOs, and uh, other countries have done have done the same. Uh, it's been it's been really crazy. So now, what would be more appropriate than for the uh, the people who are running this this psyop? Then for them to say, hey, you know what? Well, there's a uh, there's a mothership coming right now to get revenge on us for what for the fact that we've been shooting down all these UFOs, and they're wow. coming, and they're going to bring these probes with them that are going to come and invade the Earth and possibly you know destroy our facilities as well, and you know we'll be deserving it because we shot down some of their UFOs. So let's see what happens. So, so basically, uh, around uh, March 15th, as we all know, uh, New York Post and all the media, mainstream media all over the world, uh, reported that Pentagon officials and uh, some scientists from Harvard and NASA as well uh, just announced that this, this giant, giant object in outer space is coming is coming again it's called and uh it's called i'm not sure how to pronounce it it's called uh it's got a hawaiian name it's a giant uh giant cigar shaped object in space it's called aumuamua 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 <laughs> Scientists from Harvard and NASA in Hawaiian. It's Scout in Hawaiian. Uh, oh. it's, it's an unusual interstellar object uh, that was spotted 
way back in 2017. Well, now it's coming here, okay? And now they have decided that it is a mothership of some kind. And they're reporting this all over all over the media worldwide, worldwide. Mainstream news is reporting this. And they're saying it's very possible, according to NASA, NASA scientists, that uh, this thing could release probes. And what do you think the probes are going to look like? I can tell you what they're going to look like. The probes are going to look exactly like the Tic Tacs, those silver oval-shaped objects that we have still not seen the destructive capacity of those things. We actually have seen the, their mobile you know, capacities and different things that they can do, but we still haven't seen them destroy anything. And, I, and my main prediction today is that very, very soon, we are going to see the destructive capabilities of those Tic Tacs, those, uh, the, and, the, and these objects, uh, these UAPs uh, differ in size. Sometimes they are cigar shaped. Sometimes they are uh, uh, larger, smaller. The only signature I see in common is that they tend to have that silver sort of skin, uh, metallic silver skin that have been built into these, uh, what they are is they're really uh, top secret anti-gravity drones that are man-made, okay? They're man-made, but they are not under the control of any particular nation. They are actually under the control of those that sit above the nations. That's where they are, for real. And, and that's, the that's what's coming government. up with. The, say again? Yeah. The secret government. Yes. That's who really owns these uh, UAPs, and that's the reason that they have all of their little uh, drones in the public uh, repeating uh, how, how uh, frightening these things are, how uh, we should be scared of them, uh, because they are they're coming soon, and it's going, to be, it's going to be crazy when they do. That's what yeah. we're looking at right now, Augie, with these yeah, motherships. Isn't it amazing, though, that now they are announcing this, but we have seen videos and pictures of huge objects in space. What about that planet-sized circular ball that was sitting next to the sun and sucking up energy from the sun? The, uh -huh. NASA took the picture, and it was a huge ship, but they didn't want to talk about that, but now they're ready. Right. And why is it that now they're ready? Uh, and, you know, I wanted to go over some terms with your audience uh, real quick. Uh, the reason why, as you said, Augie, now they're ready to, uh, to tell us that Umamua, the scout uh, mothership, uh, you know, even the word scout, I mean, it all just fits so perfectly. The ship is called scout in Hawaiian, the Aumuamua, and it's... It's so funny that now it's going to be, now they've decided that it's the first mothership to come to Earth after all this time. Uh, but yeah, why now, Augie? The reason is because of another word that I've been try, uh, trying to teach people to use everywhere I go, polycrisis. Polycrisis. Mm. It's because now they're ready to add this crisis to all the other crises that we have going on at this time. It, it's, a it's part of the policy of polycrisis. What does that mean? It means several attacks against the, against the United States going on at the same time. Uh, in the areas, things like uh, cyber attack, climate crisis, uh, 
you know, weather patterns, you know, artificial weather patterns. That's now what they call climate crisis. Uh, pandemics, economic collapse, uh, all happening at the same time. And now we're going to add one more and then one more and then one more. And the one more we're adding right now is fake alien invasion uh, with the mothership all set up and the probes all set up to come. And it's going to be it's going to be destruction, Augie. It's going to be destruction. Yeah, it's going to be horrible. And the main thing I'm trying to trying to teach people uh, through my books, like the extra dimensionals, is how to distinguish, how to defend themselves from these false concepts, to know that whenever whenever the government says to you, hey, we just shot down a UFO, uh, we just shot down a, uh, a UAP, uh, you know that they're lying because because real UFOs, because real UFOs cannot be shot down. That has been demonstrated over and over again. Uh, Roswell, Roswell was not real. It was not, it was not the actual uh, shooting down or, or bringing down of an alien uh, craft. It was bringing down of something, but it was not an alien craft. And neither are these UAPs. These UAPs are, uh, they're man-made, and, uh, but they do have, uh, they do have technology that we have not uh, seen before, uh, and that's why I believe that these things are top secret. Uh, and yeah. they were being tested as top secret experimentation by the United States Navy back in 2004. That's what they were doing with the carrier group uh, Nimitz when uh, they were all out there off the California coast, and these things were all uh, doing their final experiments, buzzing around, buzzing around, and going all over the place at these incredible speeds and uh that that's why that's why it was uh, it was the way it was it's crazy yeah. stuff this has been an old plan because uh, operation bluebeam has been on the books for decades and in fact werner von braun in the late 19s uh, or the maybe early 1980s he talked about the fact that there is an alien invasion planned. So it's yeah. been around a long time. Absolutely. And it's I believe uh, Werner von Braun had something put on his tombstone when he died yeah. that indicated readiness for the uh, fake alien invasion when it comes. So yeah, so these, yeah. I, these ideas are, these are not something I came up with on my own. These things have been going around since Werner von Braun first introduced us to that idea that the uh, fake alien invasion uh, would end up being the final great conflict that the cabal would use to unify the world under them, under their leadership. Because of course, when the fake alien invasion comes, who's going to step forward? It's not going to be the governments. It's going to be the cabal leaders who are going to step forward and say, oh, we'll, we'll save you guys. We're in contact with these aliens and we are going to let you know what they say so that we can all cooperate and be better in a one world situation here that's what's going to yeah. happen and that's that's what we're going to have uh, stepping forward for us it's yeah, uh, and big the biggest part of those ships in the sky probably will be holograms and then in between there there may be some real ships that is actually shooting at stuff on the ground do you think exactly Exactly. It's uh, in Hollywood. They call that 
they call that sweetening. They call that sweetening the situation. So what they'll do is they'll have they'll have very uh, they'll have many uh, concrete real ships that are these UAPs that we all that we all have seen, uh, and uh, they will be and they will have tremendous destructive capability. But they're also going to use Project Bluebeam to sweeten the situation so that when you see you know, maybe dozens of these ships somewhere, uh, there's going to there's gonna actually appear to be thousands, thousands. They do this, they do this in Hollywood as a, as a regular thing. Uh, and, and it's going to be done in our skies as well, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter that there are holograms. The holograms are going to be there just to frighten people at a higher level. That's it. Because the basic core of these things is going to be real, as we have seen as we have seen with the UAPs. Uh, they're going to be real, and they're going to be very dangerous and destructive. That's why I believe that in the very near term, we're going to start, because people are lo losing interest in these UAPs. They're just not getting scared the way that the politicians want them to. Uh, so what's good, especially because of all these other crises that are going on too, people are just, you know, looking at it and like, okay, whatever. So what's going to have to happen now is that many, several of these UAPs are going to have to take direct action and destroy maybe some of our airliners, uh, military jets, uh, maybe some, uh, maybe some buildings on the ground as well. Uh, we don't know, but what I do know is that they're going to bring to bear their destructive capability very, very soon. Because mm -hmm. if they don't, that's the next logical step in this. And that might be why the uh, mothership was planted into our consciousness. Uh, the mothership and the, uh, the uh, what they say, probes. They said it like it's going to be giving off probes uh, to, the, to the earth possibly yeah how did they know that <laughs> exactly well in the stories in the stories what they're saying is that uh that this harvard scientist i mean as soon as you hear harvard you know it's bad uh that but yeah. this harvard scientist uh wrote a paper where he did an examination of a previous meteorite that came to earth and that uh, he believes very likely that they would give off probes that would come to Earth to examine. It's and so now they're they're conflating that with the Oumuamua uh, meteor uh, uh, device thing, whatever that mothership is, and they're saying that it's very likely because of that paper that was written by that Harvard scientist. Therefore, the Oumuamua is going to come here and release probes, likely, uh, to the Earth so that they can uh, examine uh, the Earth. But the probes are just going to be yeah. the same. Tic Tacs that we've been seeing yeah. up to now. That's what it's going to be. It's yeah. crazy. And uh, if it comes from Harvard, we know Harvard is the mouthpiece of the cabal. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, like so many other institutions, too. And uh, so is so is NASA, by the way, and so is the uh, Dark Pentagon, the part of the Pentagon that is uh, working directly with the cabal, and they have they have no compunction to uh, uh, help America whatsoever. So that's what we're facing here. It's, yeah. it's a lot. There's of there's something else that one of the cabal had been uh, caught talking about in a conversation that was recorded, and that is that. 
the holograms are being expressed with some real ships in between, but also they know how they can corral and bring the Christians and the Muslims and the religious community under their umbrella because, hey, uh, Christians, you're going to see Jesus coming back. Yes. You're going to see yes. him in the sky and you'll hear his voice. Yes, because, you know, I, yeah. that's, that's great, Augie. You probably, you probably did what I did. I, I just read Project Bluebeam for the first time just a, couple, a few weeks ago, and it's, it's over 100 pages long. I mean, it's got so much material in there. And yet, and yeah, you're right, the, uh, the original purpose of Project Bluebeam was not to help a fake alien invasion. It was to attack the population with their religious figures in the yep. sky and talking and the religious figures talking to them voice to skull technology and telling them what they should do which of course will be you know obey the government obey the cabal do whatever they do whatever they say you know they you know this leader is this leader Klaus Schwab is my is my number one emissary on the earth do whatever he says, he's the greatest. And of course, that's the sort of thing that uh, Project Bluebeam was actually first done for, uh, first created for, uh, for that purpose. So, you know, we're going to see, uh, we're going to see um, that sort of thing most likely happening in it as, as an additional crisis to all the other crises that are going on. And then when and when that happens, I mean, people's religion has a short, very strong effect on them. And you know what? It's really funny that in in the Bible, uh, in the Bible, it, there's actually a part where uh, Jesus, for for some reason, Jesus says that uh, I am the uh, shepherd of my sheep, and he wanted us to know that his sheep will always recognize his voice. And I thought about that. I thought about that when I was reading Project Bluebeam, the multi, whatever, how many pages of Project Bluebeam there is, because it almost sounds like Jesus knew this was going to go forward someday. And he actually just reassuring those of us who are Christ followers, he's reassuring us that don't worry about it. When, when I appear in the sky for real, you're going to know it because you're going to feel it in your spirit. And uh, I would hope that people who believe in whatever they believe in will also have that response, that familiarity, uh, that they yeah. will know in their spirit if something is genuine or not. Most likely they won't. So that's why, that's actually why I wrote my book, The Clear Hearers, which you see right here behind me. It's because, because this Project Blue Beam and Voice to Skull technology is going to be used against us. It will. I mean, they, the CIA has actually said so. They've actually said so in Project Bluebeam. So yep. we need to learn to distinguish when it's the real voice, the real voice that's from God, from our higher self, uh, uh, from uh, wherever it comes from to help us, to help us. That's the distinguishing factor of the great voice when it comes to help you. you know, and, and we have to be able to know uh, by listening for it and because it comes to us all the time. That's why yeah. that's why I wrote the clear here is try to to try to help people self-defense to know 
when it's the real voice that they need to help them, help them sometimes even by saving their lives. And they will know right away when they hear something that's coming that is foreign, it's alien, it's wrong, and it's not for your good. And that's that's we got to learn to distinguish that, and we got to learn fast because if we don't, uh, we're going to be able to fall for these deceptions, these great deceptions that are coming, coming at a breakneck speed. Yeah, and another thing I want to mention. First of all, speaking of Jesus, it does also say his voice was soft. When they're using this voice-to-skull microwave technology and make you believe that he's talking to you, if the voice is louder or however it is, shouldn't that give you a clue? Another thing is that the cabal does not discriminate against religions. If you are a Muslim and living in Saudi Arabia, you're going to see Muhammad in the sky. So don't worry, they won't leave you out. Oh yeah, absolutely. But but here's here's another uh, sort of like a twist in this story is that people have to understand that the uh, cabal knows the power and the passion of religion, and the main reason is because they are a religious group. They are a death cult, a Babylonian death cult. They worship the old dark gods at the highest levels. I'm talking about, of course. I'm talking about the highest levels. So they are actually, uh, uh, they are actually a small group of people, bloodlines with a tremendous uh, religious faith in their in their dark lords. Uh, they're the old dark gods from Babylon, from from ancient times, and they worship them very seriously, uh, and they do sacrifice for them too. So. For that reason, the cabal always wants to work. Uh, they always recognize uh, the importance of religious faith and being able to exploit that, exploit that as well. And that's why that stuff is all over Project Bluebeam, which I suggest people familiarize themselves with. And, um, and that's the reason why people need to learn about what genuine clear hearing is uh, so that they can use it to their benefit and be defended and defend themselves against voice-to-skull technology when it comes around to them uh, eventually. Um, as you probably know, uh, Augie, um, no less figures than uh, Cliff High and, uh, and also uh, David Icke have been mm-hmm. saying that these, this voice-to-skull technology is being used against people now on a regular basis, on a regular basis. And it was especially during the, uh, the evacuation uh, events uh, that have been going on, uh, where people have been have been killed by these uh, these uh, uh, these medical procedures uh, yeah. that have been going on, and uh, these and these two men have been saying that people have been receiving this this short message that just says uh, that just says uh, take the vax, it'll be fine. That's it. That's that's the whole message, and it changed them. It changed them from being I'm never taking that to yeah, I'm going to take it. I feel good about it. I feel okay about it because whenever whenever those words were said, it was accompanied by good feelings of comfort and goodness and happiness, just like real clear hearing is as well. That's uh, 
it's crazy what's been going on, Augie, but it's going to be used more and more, uh, even, even when fake alien invasion comes, even when other things come, uh, it's going to be used more and more. So we have to, we have to yeah. learn to discern, discern, that's it, that's the word. Let, let me say something about this book. Um, when I went through it, I noticed something in there. You explain how it works, but also there is things in that that show people how to develop their own clear hearing. You can you can seeing what is going on is explained in the book, and then you can develop your own. A, a sharpen, I guess, is the better. Sharpen is a better word of your own clear hearing so that you can actually have these messages more so. Uh, could you speak on that a little bit? Because this is really important for people when the uh, chocolate hit the fan. The great voice has several rules that it abides by, that it goes by. And, uh, and why it exists, I'm not sure. But the great voice is connected to your your higher self. There's uh, the, the version of you that stands in the breath of God, that stands in eternity. And why this works this way, I don't know, but I just know that it and that it is. Uh, I have learned this, uh, this book is a lifelong investigation that I have done into this and that I know is real and know it exists. And uh, one of the rules of the great voice is that it must always be short, messages must be short, clear, and must always help you in some enormous way. It must always help you. I mean, I've, I've had incidents, I've had people, I've, I've given classes on learning how to learn this stuff, how to do this stuff. And uh, one of the things that, uh, that uh, people do on a regular basis is that they'll, they'll uh, do the meditations that I show, and uh, in the book even I show those, and they'll uh, ask for money from their higher uh, higher self they'll say I just need I just need uh, I just need money and blah blah and so forth and within and they'll do the meditations in the book and within seven days they'll have a, a, a an interesting amount of money that just comes out of nowhere uh, but one of the things I've seen from these various incidents is that the great voice doesn't really uh, the source your higher self no longer understands what it means, what means a lot of money. So they'll give the person, you know, give the person whatever, $5,000 or 10,000, when they were asking for like, for like much, much more. But one of the things it seems like is that this source of the great voice uh, that you can cultivate, you can cultivate and you can actually get better and better at communicating with it. Uh, it just, it doesn't, but there's certain things it doesn't understand. It doesn't understand or remember what it was like to be a human being, even though it was you at one time, but it doesn't quite understand the concept of money. Uh, it doesn't quite understand, uh, remember the concept of a lot of money. Uh, so it just, it just gives the person some money. It's a, it's a very strange dynamic, but it's because the source of the great voice is so removed from human concerns that we see every day uh, and that it's sometimes it's difficult to translate certain concepts to the the the, the, uh, the being that is actually the great yeah. voice but it will always do everything to help you to make you better and sometimes it does things in times of crisis to save your life that's yeah. 
that's what really matters. That's the reason we need to cultivate uh, cultivate these things uh, to make yeah. become better. Well, do you have and a story I, on I, that? Yeah, I tell several stories in the book of uh, the time, uh, one time when I was set up for an assassination, basically. Uh, I was set up for an assassination, and at the last second that I went into a situation where I was going to be assassinated, I um, the great voice came to me, well, my great voice came to me and just gave me a warning not to go into a certain building. Uh, don't go in there. Don't don't go in there at all. And I wasn't listening. I was going to ignore it because it was my job. It was my job and I had to go into that building. Uh, so I kind of was ignoring it. And then I found that my legs froze up. I mean, it just froze up completely because the source of the great voice does have the ability to affect physical matter outside of it. That's it does. It has that ability. Uh, and uh, so I froze up my legs. I could not move forward. Uh, and then I just had to say, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm, I can't I can't do this. I didn't say the reason, but I just said I can't do this. And then I pushed myself back from the double doors at the front. And uh, and then my my legs were released. They released and I could, I could walk fine. I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta listen to this when it happens. And I just got out of there. And I later found out uh, the uh, circumstances behind the assassination that had been set up. And I found out that it was true. It really was going to happen. Crazy stuff, Augie. Crazy stuff. Yeah. And that's in theaters, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That That's. And uh, I know also that. Um... Para investigator was another interesting one that I really got into because there you're showing people how they can do their own investigation. When you find something and you wonder, is this really real? Yeah. Well, yeah, in the book, para, captures yeah, para, yeah, in para investigators, I give people the true history of these investigators that had special abilities, supernatural abilities that they used to save people's lives. And they did it over and over again. And, you know, and, and almost each time they were excoriated by police authorities, by regular people, because, you know, just because people are supernaturally, uh, they're scared. They're scared of supernatural things even if it's helping them and they want to know how did you how did you do that how did you do that and you better explain it in a way that my mind can wrap around it otherwise we're going to punish you <laughs> we're going to punish you badly and that's what the stories are in uh, power investigators uh, it's just to let people know that all these investigators sacrificed so much of themselves to help people often to save people's lives and we need mm -hmm. to support them rather than uh, punishing them because they used extraordinary means to uh, to help save people. That's what that's yep. about. And uh, <clears throat> one more comment also on this very appropriate right now, extra dimensionals. That is, uh, in fact, about two weeks, yeah, two weeks ago, I found the CIA document that they had to release because of the 20-year rule. And in there, it says that we have found that most 
extraterrestrial beings are interdimensionals. They're not from other worlds. And you talk about that. Yeah, I, I believe I actually have that document in the extra dimensionals uh, because in uh, in the nineteen in the nineteen fifties, I believe mm -hmm. uh, we had a, we had an FBI agent who was also a PhD. He was also a scientist, and he put out the document that said uh, that this it's available at vault.gov.fbi even today. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, it's under UFO group number one of documents, UFO group number one. And then you just go to page 22 of group one uh, under UFOs and you'll find it. It's called the uh, it's called the smoking gun document. And mm -hmm. it is also numbered 6751, 6751. And it basically says uh, this FBI agent had an informant that he calls supernormal. Uh, and I believe that's a code word that his, his informant was an alien visitor because the informant gave him eight conclusions, eight conclusions that um, were incredible. Uh, and they basically said that uh, UFOs and alien visitors were not physical. They're not physical. They are able to come here and appear to be physical for short periods of time, uh, but that uh, UFOs, for instance, are not made of metal. They are they are made of a plasma-like shifting state of matter. That's and that has been borne out ever since then. Uh, when we see genuine UFOs, they are either they are filled with light, or they appear to be filled with plasma, or some and some many of them are shape shifting, shape shifting, uh, and they have the hallmark ability of a genuine extra-dimensional UFO, which is the ability to dematerialize or become intangible, intangible, where things pass right through them. That is a genuine UFO. That is not a UAP. That is a UFO. That is genuine, as we have seen throughout history. Uh, so, yeah, that's those are the uh, types of things that we need to learn so that we can distinguish when we are being lied to by people who just, you know, hey, yeah, we just shot down a UAP, uh, which is from outer space, and it's an alien visitorship, and, you know, or they use their code words, their code words. This proves that we, and then they look up at the sky and they go, we are definitely not alone in the universe. And uh, it's very sickening when they start all that stuff. But they're out there and they're going to keep working on this project because this project is going to mean a lot of money for them from money and resources from the military industrial complex that loves working with UAPs. They love it. That's what yeah. we're looking at. Yeah. Yeah, you, you wonder sometimes uh, what they really are developing at the Skunk Works in California. They, uh, they've been working out these things for decades now. Exactly. And, yeah. So, um, you know, when these things start happening, uh, when you wake up one morning, go outside and you see the sky is full of ships, what are you going to do? that day, John. Are you going to go get in the basement and or are you going to say, well, I'm just going to live my life? 
Um, I'm pretty sure I'll be uh, <laughs> I'll be uh, very occupied with uh, some um, top secret activities that will be uh, associated with the uh, people who are trying to uh, fight against this this psyop. So that's I'll be very I'll be fully occupied. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Very fully I occupied. Uh, I got I got another question, and that is that. Uh, now, you live uh, quite far from the airport down here where they make those, you know, there's a company down there. I'm trying to be diplomatic because of YouTube, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they yeah. make, okay, screw it, bombs and rockets, that's what they make. <laughs> and and uh, I'm a lot closer to that place than you are. If you had your choice, John, Anywhere in the world or the United States, where would you live to be the safest? Uh, I would uh, live uh, in the palm of my God's hand, uh, in the palm of his hand. Uh, and that's where I am. And that's where I'll be then also. And uh, that's what protects me because nothing else can. Nothing else can really. Yeah. It's the truth. That's where I'll be. Now that and makes no matter sense. What, no matter what Raytheon does, or McDonnell Douglas, or all of the others, you know, we've had a we've had a congressman that's been that's been running around. Um, I can I can say I can say these are general things he's been saying. Uh, Tim Timothy Burchett from I believe he's from Indiana, and uh, he's been kind of very uh, skeptical on these UAPs, and he's a he's a He's a great congressman, uh, and he's been running around to saying, saying, "Hey, these UAPs—they're man-made." And he says, he says also, he also said he believes he can see the hand in the development of these these vehicles. He can clearly see the hand of Raytheon, McDonnell Douglas, which is now called something else, and all the the great global aeronautics. I think that's how you say it, aeronautics uh, companies. Uh, he can see that, and yet he knows that these UAPs are not under the control of the United States. Uh, the, uh, these aerospace companies have been working with some other human, uh, human man, man making, man made uh, uh, entities that have been working with them to create these things. And it has not, and it's not under the control of the United States or Russia or China at all. And he's just, he's been stating that this is kind of the feeling that he gets from all of this. But he's continuing to investigate and he's continuing to look into this, especially uh, he's looking into the fact that there's so many congressmen and senators that suddenly want to get in on the gravy train of the UAPs. And what's the reason? Why? Why are they so interested? Well, the answer is always money and resources, because the military industrial complex is really into these UAPs. Uh, and they are going to be funneling back resources and money to whoever, whatever politicians help them to grow this UAP program that they're working on. That's the answer. And that's where we are right now. And that's why this is really dangerous, dangerous time that we're in right now. Yeah, it's going to get complicated. And uh, I'm going to suggest one thing for the listeners out there right now. 
John is a very sought-after speaker on a lot of different shows. Follow him, because he is on the, well, both sides of the fence. He is he maybe not working for the FBI anymore, but he has friends there, and he hears things. Follow him and listen to what he's talking, because you probably will hear the information before you hear it anywhere else. Because that's what I found out when I go to his meetings here in Tucson. I hear him talking about something, and then a week or two later, I see other people talking about it on shows. But I hear it from John first. So watch him. And also, of course, if you like what you're hearing right now, grab that mouse on the computer and subscribe to our channel and click the bell because we are having some really interesting stuff happen. T at times, and you should know, so you could uh, get uh, a warning about when the next warning now, but a notification when the next shows are coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh gosh, um, I've always wondered a little bit, but is in the back of your mind that you have never talked about before? Is there something that is back there? that you've been holding back and maybe wanting to wait with until maybe a right time or an occasion or something that you're kind of hesitating on. John, I am all ears. Is there something that you can say that you have never said before? Well, there are things I hold back because um, I just can't uh, talk about them because there's uh, Mainly because, not because of government, but because there's families involved that have had losses. And so you can't really uh, um, get into the, the revealed realities of those situations because, because of the families. So there's, there's always things that I do hold back, and that I will always hold back as far as I know uh, because of that. But some things I, I can, that I have held back that I can talk about is uh, these terms, these new terms. I want people to start using, Augie. I want people to start using these terms. I want to see them trending on uh, Twitter. I want to see these things getting, uh, getting more uh, widespread use. Uh, one of them is the word, is the word uh, vaccination. Vaccination. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only method of execution that is done with the consent and approval of victims and their families and their families. Vaccination. It is incredible that this word even exists, but it, it yeah. should because it's, it's an accurate description of the situation. Uh, so I want people to start using that. Oh, oh here's another one. Uh, I want, oh, also, of course, polycrisis. I want people to use polycrisis more with its correct definition, not the phony baloney one that Klaus Schwab uh, gives us, that it's just an illustration of a situation uh, that is coming that he has no idea about. Uh, the real, the real uh, definition of polycrisis is, uh, uh, is multiple, multiple attacks being done on multiple fronts against Western nations, creating numerous mass casualty events with no resistance or attempts by national local police to protect the public. 
these things can't work if there's any resistance, if there's any investigation. And so speaking of that, another term uh, I want people to start using railroad domestic terrorist attacks, uh, terrorism, railroad domestic terrorism. Uh, we got to start using these terms uh, because if you change the words you use, you change the way you think as well. Yeah. Uh, yes, these railroad domestic terrorism, this is attacks. Uh, on our railroad systems, which again are not investigated or even examined, and that really? is very, yeah. None of these railroad attacks, Augie, where they're having them uh, dump this toxic material into our rivers and our air and all these things. None of them have even been investigated at all, and they're clear domestic terrorism, as far as I can see. Uh, or at least deserving of a of a preliminary investigation to see yeah. if it's domestic terrorism. But there's been none. There's been none. And why is that? Because if we had even one investigation of these uh, domestic, uh, these railroad domestic terrorist attacks, uh, then all the others would no longer continue. They would stop. And they can't have that. The cabal can't have that. Yeah. So that's another uh, term I want people to use. Uh, and then other than that, oh, uh, uh, Ukrainian, Ukrainian Nazis, Ukrainian yeah. Nazi government. I would people need to start using that term every time they talk about the Ukrainian government, because it is verifiable that these people are aficionados of the Nazis. They openly admit it every chance they get. And you don't have to, you don't have to uh, do a lot of searching to find them talking about it and admitting it that that's exactly who they are. They see themselves as the uh, spiritual and uh, and her what do you call it when people inherit are the inheritors, the inheritors of the Nazi traditions. They see themselves that way, and they talk about it all the time, all the time. The news will cover it up, but you can find it pretty easily if you just do it. So anyway, these are these are the terms I want people to start using. I want them to use it on a regular basis and uh, so that we can change, uh, change the conversation that goes on in uh, America as we're being attacked on all sides yeah, in this global war that's going on. Absolutely. And uh, all these, um, yeah, the, the, the prisoners of war out there that the Russians uh, have are taken, once you take their shirt off, you see the swastika tattooed all over their arms and their neck and everywhere. And for those of you that don't think there is any Nazis there, go and read the, Nuren the Nuremberg Papers. You will find it says right in there, and uh, it's yeah, it says right in there that the undesirable of the German soldiers were not allowed to live in Germany. They shipped them off right there in Ukraine. That's where they shipped them to, and that's where they gave them land, and they're living there, and they're still there doing their thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. And oh, um, I think that's what it. about oh. What about, yeah, go ahead. Oh, um, no, go ahead, Augie. I'm, I'm listening. Uh, uh, the last message to people, when things start happening, I think you're exactly right. To live in the palm of God's hand, 
that it reach within, connect with the universal mind, connect with God, and expect it to happen. Don't yeah. give up your power and say, please, 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 necessary, but you can expect God to be there for you. Because exactly. He will. He, he will. Exactly. That's it. And that's the choice that we have. And we need yeah. to make this because we are, we are going to be victorious in this uh, against the cabal, but there's going to be a lot of sacrifice also. And, and so we need to make sure that we are with God and that God is with us as well. Yeah. Um, and because that's what it's going to take to win this war, this global war that they've had, they've had a lot of success in this, and there's still going to be a lot of sacrifice. So what we need to do is we need to always be sharing things that will help save as many as we can. That's all we can do at this point. Just try to save as many as you can. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I have this favorite question of mine that I ask ever so often. I'm going to ask you the same one. <laughs> you may have heard it. Uh, if you can speak to the whole world and the world is listening, what would you tell them, John? I would tell them to prepare themselves, um, prepare themselves, take care of themselves, take care of their families, uh, do everything you can uh, to defend uh, your way of life uh, and uh, hunker down, hunker down and uh, surround yourself with people that help you, help you mentally and spiritually as well. And uh, because what we're getting ready for has never happened before in the history of the world. And yeah. so we need to be together. We need to be together. We need to help one another and to have faith in the things that really matter as well as we move forward in this tremendous challenge that we're all facing. Yep. We got to stick together. And for those of you out there that don't even know your neighbors, I know the United States. I, I've been to 21 countries, and I tell you, I know a little bit about international relations. The United States is the only country in the world where people actually are living in their homes and don't know their neighbors. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. We got to stick together. We got to create communities and communities of minds, if nothing else. And when things start happening, maybe I'll throw in another word when and if things start happening, we need to stick together because there's going to be some confusing situations that we need to talk to somebody that know a little bit more than others. That's why everybody needs to know a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. And for my uh, for my Tucson people, I have to say I'm going to have my uh, my crying onion cafe residency will be fulfilled on Sunday, March 26, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. Arizona time. Uh, and uh, it's just it's an intel report. It's basically an intel report with very sensitive information by invitation only. It's a private club meeting, and I can't I can't televise it. I can't put it out uh, publicly uh, because it is sensitive information, and it's just for it's just to help my emissaries 
these are my ambassadors to the society that will help people survive and thrive during this yeah. period that we're coming up into very soon. Cool. Yeah, that's and I will definitely be there, John. And uh, I will. Uh, oh gosh, I'm I'm sorry I had to do this one by myself because Nori was busy, but yeah, I we miss Nori. Well. Yeah, we we miss you. You should have been here. But you had another good thing you had to do, so we'll forgive you. Anyway, I guess we are uh, down to the yeah last 30 seconds here. So right. uh, thank you very much, John, for being with us. Oh, thank you, Augie, and thanks to you and your audience here on Broadcast Team Alpha. Good stuff, great stuff, always interesting, always good. and. Uh, your audience is very sophisticated, I can tell from the chat room, and uh, they they know what matters, and so we have to keep on we have to keep on helping each other. Uh, we have to keep on being there for each other and keep sharing information, sharing information. We're in the we're in the final moments here, and uh, yes. this is especially when we need to produce effort and just keep moving forward to uh, help uh, save our way of life as best we can. Yes, it's our job to take care of us because we know government will not do it. No, definitely not. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, John. And then uh, thank you, everybody out there in uh, our earshot. We uh, will see you next week. And until then, be good to each other. Yeah.